Yeah, it's sports talk from the three bros. Something you can bet on like Pete Rose. And you better not miss it like some free throws. Giving taste is more accurate than Drew Brees throws. And it might get explosive like some C4. We just giving you a look inside the peephole. So if you got a weak take, you better keep those. And get your cheeks swole when you step into the ring with the Amiibros. Microphone check. Are we recording? We recording right now, right? Shit, we done started. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Me Bros Podcast. I feel like this might be episode forty, fellas. Is, is this the big four O? Is it three nine? Uh, I think. I don't, I don't know that. You've, you've been the only one that's been concerned. I, I, I know, man, because sure I wanted to make it a big celebration. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure thirty eight. Um, thirty eight. Okay, but we got we got a great show for you guys. First of all, uh, I'm your host Damon, along with my two brothers. Uh, Jerryman85 and uh, JDZ, better known as JDZ85, you know what I mean, the two twins, um, and we got a special guest tonight, my uh, brother from another, uh, everybody's brother from another, my boy Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Davis, what's going on, man? What's up, what's up, fellas? Young Cash. Glad to be here, I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, yeah, so let me let me start, you know, Kanye, he, he, can I talk much again? So, look. Let me hop on here real quick. My energy level is pretty high. I'm on my okay. third mellow yellow zero. Okay. Um, well, you ain't I doing just, much with a with a mellow yellow zero. You ain't got no caffeine. To, was it caffeine or sugar? Oh no, it, it it has much caffeine. It doesn't have any calories. Um, Wait, what what is this brand? What is mellow this? yellow zero? Um, wow. So Mountain Dew is better than mellow yellow, but mellow yellow zero is tastes not. better than diet Mountain Dew. So um, as it is. That's what happens when you're on a four-hour car ride that turns into a five-hour car ride because you have a nine-month-old in the back who's screaming her head off. So, oh, man. I'm so, live. But what's, um, what's been going on with you fellas, man? Well, you know, we ain't talked to the to the listeners. First of all, shout out to the listeners who are tuning in, new and old. Thank you guys for sharing us. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, but let's talk about what you guys have been up to. We ain't, we ain't spoke to anybody in about two weeks. So, uh, it's, Jeremy, it's what, very what's, rare that you're at a bank or any place and top 50 player of all time just walks in. Uh, that happened, happened to me today. Yeah, I was uh, I was in Charlotte, and um, former league MVP Allen Iverson, aka Bubba Chuck, came in the bank. Um, so wow. you know, wow. respect. Shout out AI. You know, he was on the phone, so I didn't want to be fanboy. Which is, I was like, you know what? Hey, you kept counting your paper. I'm counting my paper. You know, you probably got a whole lot more of it up in here than I do. But hey, look, man, we we both living, baby. We living, we scratching and surviving. So uh, he, he's on a great that. retirement plan. Oh yeah, I mean he pulled up in a, the Bentley truck. Um, so I it was somebody else driving. I couldn't say he pulled up. Somebody else pulled up with him, driving him around. So uh, you know, one day I'm gonna get chauffeured in Bentley trucks. Hopefully, uh, on this side of thirty, uh, on this side of forty. So we'll we'll see how that goes, and uh, hopefully this side of thirty five, thirty four. Let's see what happens. All right. Jared definitely had an interesting uh, day seeing my boy AI up in the bank grabbing some stacks. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure. I'm sure some pleasant, pleasant streets were were exchanged, right? Nope. He was on the phone. I uh, I had so much money counting up in my. No, I'm joking. No, I, I was <laughs> literally just trying to figure out uh, what what was going on because yeah. Let's real quick. I'm not gonna tell you the banking establishment, whatever. I'm not gonna tell you the amount. But AI came in there. They were like, "What's up, Alan?" He was like, "What's up? I need this amount of stacks." And they were like, "All right, cool." He didn't show ID. He didn't give a bank card. Yo, that is he didn't nuts. Have a cash withdrawal slip. I was like, man, and, and here I am. So I'm getting my basement finished. I'm getting a pretty good amount of cash out to, to pay for the contractors. They were here, ice grilling me, asking me about doggone where I opened the account up, trying to get my last four of my social. I'm like, man, y'all get up on my doggone face. Give me hey, my man, cash. Gotta, I'm like, show man. some respect yeah. to Jerry, man. You want to stop my cash? And the AI coming now. They, all of a sudden, they turned to 2007 before the mortgage crisis, where they 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 ain't background checking nobody. They just like, hey, look, man, here, here's some cash. So I mean, that's that's how they that's what's up, man. man. De- definitely a very eventful day. Uh, Jamie, what's going on with you, bro? You all right? What's what's been popping? Yeah. yeah, man, I'm good. I uh got a new set of irons in, a new driver in. Hey. Went to the range, hit him today. <laughs> I'll try to tell Damon. It sounded like somebody was eating a new bag of chips, kettle chip. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're, ready to go. we're, we're ready see. to go. We count now. Just so the listeners know, we got our uh, annual golf trip uh, planned for October fourth through the seventh. So you guys are definitely going to be getting uh, a lot of uh, a lot of up to date news on, on all the shit talking that's going on with that. But uh, we got a good show for you guys today. Like I said, we got my boy JDZ. 
uh, Jeremy85, Jamie in the building. So we're going to get into some of these topics. Over the past two weeks, some uh, a lot of things have, have definitely gone down in the NBA. My boy Kawhi decided to take it to uh, not not the Lakers, but to the Clippers. Um, let's start with Jared, man. What, what do you feel about this? And, where, and what, who do you see uh, coming out uh, on top of all the, the free agency uh, that's, that's been going on? And, uh, yeah, who do you see uh, is going to be your favorite going into the, to the next year? So, um, last episode we had, I, I said I wanted Kawhi to uh, – I wanted him to go back to the Raptors. I thought it was the best move for him. Uh, I didn't want him to join the Lakers. What people don't realize, and you know, I obviously joke about myself being a Lakers fan. I'm not a Lakers fan. We know that. I'm a LeBron fan. And so when I look at every perspective, I look at it and say, how is this going to affect LeBron and his legacy? Um, and I do, even if LeBron won, won six, seven rings with Kawhi and Anthony Davis, nobody's going to give him any credit for that. And personally, I think he's still going to win the rings without him. So he goes to the Clippers, and obviously nobody saw him bringing in Paul George. Uh, it was a heck of a move. Jerry West is um, that dude. Wherever he goes, he pulls off some miraculous trade where you're just like, all right, how did, how did that just happen? Uh, I mean, put this real quick aside. Put this in perspective. Jerry West went to the Clippers when Chris Paul left. Nobody. Nobody thought like they were like, uh, I mean, what what can we do? And before he got there, they had given Blake Griffin a two hundred thirty five million dollar deal. And in two years, he gets rid of uh, Blake Griffin, fills the team with with young talent. Shea Jojers, whatever Jojers, whatever. Just sipping on some scissor. So Shea Jojers Alexander, Jojers Alexander. He gets drafted late lottery. Uh, with one of the picks that they got from the Blake Griffin trade, use him as an asset. He signs Danilo Gallinari. He, 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 somehow he signs Lou Williams to the most underpaid contract in the NBA right now at three years, $24 million last last offseason. I have no idea how he got Lou Williams for $8 million a year. Um, and then somehow he pulls off this trade. like Magic kept trading him away. So, I, mean. I mean, probably so. But at the end of the day, um, I think when we're looking at who's going to win the title this year, I'm still going to pick my Lakers. Um, here's why I like the Lakers versus the Clippers. Um, if you're uh, if you're basing it off of the rosters that's currently constructed, I think LeBron is essentially going to run the point. I love the addition of Avery Bradley. I thought the Lakers did Jared, some savvy. Jared, you cannot believe that's a great idea that LeBron's going to be running the point for the Los Angeles Lakers. There's no way. Oh, There's no I way. The, I think it's the best, the best thing that possibly could have happened. First off, I think it could extend his career. LeBron athletically – is at minimum Magic Johnson for another five years. I mean, Magic Magic wasn't super athletic, and with him being that big and being the passer that he is, LeBron's going to be able to run that offense the right way. Secondly, what I loved was, what is Avery Bradley? Avery Bradley is a point guard who isn't a great passer. So what does he do? <laughs> he shoots threes well and plays great defense. And if you're going inside LeBron James – what do you need to be able to do? Shoot three as well and play defense. So I look at a lineup that will consist likely. Whenever, uh, whenever you get blamed for it while you're losing. I mean, you can say LeBron, you know, he's going to get blamed and blah, 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 blah. But in reality, I mean, this year they didn't make the playoffs. We'll blame LeBron. Nobody, I don't hear anybody talking about Brandon Ingram. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah, Jared, everybody talked about Brandon Ingram. Oh, man, they didn't respond well to the trade rumors. Uh, they were averaged like 28. No, like, no, like, Jeremy, Jeremy, nobody. They were talking about the injuries. They missed 50 games, about a piece. So, yeah, let's put it in perspective. I'm going to ask you a quick question. Who who was blamed more for their team's lack of success this year? Kyrie Irving or LeBron James? Kyrie Irving, rightfully so. No, 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 because they acted the exact same way. But here's, the, here's, the, di- here's the difference, exact though. When they, the, here's way. the difference. When they came into the season, who was the favorite to win the East? The Celtics. Uh, the Celtics, yeah. When, when they were coming into the season, who was the second favorite to win the NBA Finals? The Celtics. And so when your team is – They made the playoffs. The Lakers didn't. But Jeremy, they, they won a higher percentage of their game with Kyrie out. I'm not even going to get on Kyrie. Let's, let's, let's bring this thing back in real yeah, quick. Yeah, make, make your last point, Jerry. We're going to move on. So let's bring this thing back in. If you're looking at who gets blamed, one, LeBron before the season was considered the best player in the world by most people's standards. Most people don't consider him the best player in the world right now. That's a part of him taking blame. But with that being being said, 
the fact that he's still in the conversation shows that he hasn't taken the blame. We'll see. <laughs> when, when you look at the, I mean, anybody that averages 27, 8, and 8 or 54% shooting, I mean, if you're not in the conversation, I mean, the guys that are in the conversation, eight, uh, or Kevin Durant tore his Achilles and Kawhi Leonard plays 60 games a season. So um, we're going to see how it works. This is why I think the Lakers are going to win, right? Like getting back to the overall picture. I think their closing lineup is going to be better than anybody else. You got uh, a lineup is going to consist of Avery Bradley defending the point. You're going to have Danny Green defending the two, being able to hit threes, both of them. LeBron James is the three, but he's going to be playing the point on offense, which means he can control the offense, control the tempo. Four, you're going to probably have Kuzma with AD running the five as your, your closing lineup. That won't be your starting lineup. That team is defensively very solid. That team can shoot every person on the floor, can, can hit a shot. And I think they're going to have home court advantage because I think you know, they are, they're already talking about PG is not going to start the season uh, healthy. He's not going to be able to start when the season starts. And Kawhi Leonard is going to miss you at minimum 17 to 20 games from low management. So I think that's going to, you know, as much as uh, last year the, the Raptors were able to go, was it 17 and 5 in the 22 games he missed? Um, if he misses 22 games, I don't see that team going 17 and 5 in the West. I see that team going more 14 and 10, 13 and 12. And didn't, didn't that team just win 48 games? But then they well, lost Danilo Gallinari and lost Shea Gojers Alexander. But they added Paul. So you're saying if they both miss time or if they're at the same time, or are you saying if one of them's out? No, I'm saying if one of them's out. Either one of them is, if one of them is out, they're better. Than, one of them is better than Gilgit Alexander and uh, I don't Gallinari. think so. I think I'm going to end it, but I, I don't think that uh, the Gallinari is respected. Gallinari is a great player, and, and Gilgit He has a proof that he's a, he, that he's a great player. Like, he has yeah, he's Tony DeCuco's playing in his in his era. But yeah, let, uh, let me go ahead and introduce. All right, guys, let me let me go ahead and introduce Jamie because I know he wants. Jared has gone for the last. I know, minutes. but I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Jay go because he wants to jump in here, and I, I know he, uh, okay. he I haven't introduced him yet. So, uh, this is my boy Cash, Jamie Giacomo. Uh, what you what do you feel about the uh, off season trade? We're gonna go we're gonna go to Jeremy after this. First of all, I have way too many names. Um, but yeah, Giacomo. Here's the thing. Before I get into uh, who I think we should pick to go into the season. I have, let me say this. I have no clue why it's such a big deal that we're announcing LeBron is playing the point. He's always played the point in his whole career. So I don't yeah. really see the difference there. So I just let that go. Anyway, so going into the season, realistically, in my eyes, I feel like, first of all, Kawhi Leonard going to the Clippers was the best thing that he could do for many reasons. Number one, he goes back home. This is the first time he actually gets to dictate where he goes. He has nothing left to give to Toronto. I mean, he gave them a championship. What else do you want? Right? He goes back to great weather and he goes to the L.A. market. Where can he make more money, L.A. or Toronto? Not to mention he has to convert his money over to what, what's what's the Canadian dollar? What do they even go by? I don't even that's know Canadian what it is. Dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> dealing with all of that, when you add everything up, he went home. Best place to go. Now, who shall I pick to win the championship? Realistically, and I'll make this short, I think there are six teams that have a realistic shot of winning the chip. The Clippers. Right, you got Kawhi, the best player in the NBA. Uh, you have Paul George, the two best two-way players in the NBA. Everyone, please defense. stop saying that. Anthony Davis I mean, is a better two-way player than Paul George. He he was the, the second place for defensive player of the year last year, or not this year, but because they sat him, but the previous year and finished third for MVP. He's a better two-way player than Paul George. I will give He's you not. Anthony Davis just because he can block shots. But if I need a guy. At the end of the game, two minutes to go. LeBron has the ball. Kawhi has the ball. I'm going to choose Paul George. Okay. So, their defense is going to be phenomenal with, with Patrick Beverly as well. Secondly, the Lakers. Obviously, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. They've never played together outside of Olympic play. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, my next team is the Warriors. I mean, do we really think that dynasty is over? Because I sure don't. Right? Wait, wait, wait. You, said, you think the Warriors can win a title? Oh, absolutely. Once what Clay kind of comes title? back. Like title as most disappointing team? Jared, Steph Curry is still a top three player in the NBA. 
Yeah, that's debatable. Clay I Thompson is still a top twenty, no, top fifteen player no, in the NBA. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I'm not telling you they don't. Here, here's my question though. Is Clay Thompson going to be Clay Thompson when he comes back? I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely, I, I, I think I, so. I think eventually, but is he going to be next year? Like he tore his. He, people don't realize he tore his ACL June. It wasn't like it was March. So now, even if he he takes nine months to come back for it, he's already. Yeah, it, took, it took Kobe two hundred and forty <laughs> days. Two hundred and forty days for uh, Kevin Durant will put him back in the equation in early February. We're, we're, we're talking about Clay. Oh, you're talking about okay. Oh yeah, Clay. Right. So, all right. So yeah, Jeremy, what what do you feel about these? Uh, this Kawhi deal. I mean, who do you feel like is going to be the, the favorite to, to at least come out the West uh, going into next season? I mean, this is really a silly question. Um, if you just took Kawhi and threw him on the Clippers by himself, they would be better than the Lakers. The Lakers aren't going to be good this year. Everybody, like you took LeBron James, who couldn't make the playoffs in the West, threw him with another guy who couldn't make the playoffs in the West, and then all of a sudden they're supposed to be the best team. Like, I mean, what are we, what are we really talking about? We're talking about Anthony Davis. Jared, Jared brings up Anthony Davis' defense because I I, I, I always like to bring, look at stuff like this. What was their defense ranked this year? Hmm. The Pelicans' defense was ranked 22nd. I don't know what you're going to say. He didn't play that much this year. So what was his best defensive season? Last year. They ranked 14th. Okay. He had a first-team All-NBA defender on his team, correct? Continue yeah. to go down. Let's look at the year before. They ranked 26th. Okay. Maybe that was just an outlier. Let's go to the year before. <laughs> what did they rank? Oh, 22nd again. So you guys are telling me that Anthony Davis is this huge defensive emphasis. He's, he's going he's gonna to turn the Lakers defense around by himself because Anthony Davis has so much of an impact. Yet he's played on the Pelicans for, for seven years. <laughs> and keep in mind, the first six years he was there, it's hard to I think I think by percentage wise it's still the same. But his first six years, they were one game worse than Carmelo Anthony was in New York. So Jerry, at, I'm, at Jerry, day, I'm about to agree with him, man. Like A D was a was a supposed top five player in the league. He played player. he played he okay, he let's say he is, right? Arguably. He goes to a smaller market. I did I I can't remember one time I saw A D playing on TNT TBS. I don't think the cameras even went down to New Orleans to see him play. So that's what one in the last six why years he to come to the Lakers. But, but that's two, not but no, so that's not A D's fault? No, because here, put this up first. And y'all had time to be there with Zion. W there with Zion. Oh, they, they will, but I don't think Zion's gonna be good. Like Zion was awful in the preseason game and they were acting like he was decent. Like at the end of the day, AD, AD couldn't bring him to New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans is a similar market to OKC, and uh, Kevin Durant was able to bring people there. So what's the difference? But but here's the thing: who did Kevin Durant also have on his team? Yeah, Russell Westbrook. He had James Harden. He had Serge Ibaka. I mean, that. What I'm, what I will tell you is this: in per, in perspective, if you look at it and say, "All right, we got," let, let's just say, you you got Anthony Davis. And Jeremy, I'm, I'll go to Jeremy's topic. And I'll come back to it. So Jeremy, you set up other defense. If you look at their first few years in the league, one, Drew Holiday missed a ton of time. Two, who were the other players on that roster? They were awful defenders. It was Ryan. Like the, who on who, who the Lakers is a good it, defender? It was, it was Avery Bradley, Danny Green, KCP. Like, like, this is not 2012. Jeremy, Avery, Kyrie Irving said this year, Avery Bradley is the toughest person to defend him in the league. Uh, so with that being said, if, if you look at the teammates he had, Ryan Anderson is out of the league because he's a liability defensively. He was one of the stars. Eric Gordon is a liability defensively. Like there are no, a lot Eric of Gordon. Er, er, oh, 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 Jerry. Eric Gordon plays pretty good defense. Come on, no, he doesn't do that. Yeah. Eric Gordon's a liability yeah. at the two at, at, at the two guard. And Jerry, how many? How many? You just got Eric done praising. <laughs> wait, wait, Jerry. You just got done praising Jerry West, right? <laughs> was Avery Bradley not there with Jerry West like a, a year and a half ago? Yes, he was. Did Jerry, did Jerry West not trade him away? Yes, he did. It was a smart decision. He had to clear out cap space. Uh, he could have he got cap space with other people. He got rid of him because he's not good. He's been on the five teams in the last three years. Jeremy. He's terrible. Put this in perspective of what, what's happened with Avery Bradley. He was with the Celtics. He signed and he a, hasn't been good since no, then. No, no, he signed a huge deal with, with the Pistons, played well, averaged 16 points a game, and was a great defender. He got traded for Blake Griffin in the Blake tr Griffin trade to the Clippers. He gets to the Clippers, and the Clippers said last season they needed to clear two max salary spaces. So they trade him away to the Grizzlies for for a salary cap space. He gets there, averages 17 a game with the Grizzlies in the time he was there, 
And then at the end of the season, they buy him out because they don't want to pay him $13 million this year. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, they have yeah, they, came, yeah, they came right back, but they came right back the very next day and paid $11 million to Tyus, jo- uh, Tyus Jones. Right. And, and instead of Mike Conley Jr., <laughs> right? Why did they get rid of Mike Conley Jr.? No, no, they play the same position. It's Tyus Jones and, and Avery Bradley play the same position. Avery Bradley and Tyus Jones are both points. What is Mike Conley? He's a point guard. Well, so why Jeremy, did they get rid of Jeremy, Mike Jeremy finish, your, finish your point. I, I, I know we kind of went off on a tangent right there, but uh, fin- finish it up. And, guys, I want to I see – well, I want to hear you guys tell me who, uh, who came out the, uh, the best and the worst in all the, the free agency action. Um, so, okay. Jeremy, go ahead and start – go ahead and finish your point and start with that, and I'll, uh, I'll yeah. uh, start swinging around. So, um, as far as title contenders this year – I will agree with Jamie. I think the Warriors are being very underrated. I think Clay Thompson will be back pretty soon. I think you're going to have Steph Curry being Steph Curry. I think D'Angelo Russell, everybody talks about how much pick and roll he plays. But Steph Curry played a lot of pick and roll before he got with Steve Kerr as well. So um, I think he should be able to adjust. Draymond is still going to be Draymond. I think the acquisition of uh, Willie Colley-Stein is going to help them. So I think they're going to be formidable. Um, the Nuggets going to continue to improve. I like the Jazz. Right now, I don't think the Lakers are going to finish in a – I don't think they'll have home court in first round of the first round of the playoffs. I think the Clippers are by far the best team in basketball. Huh? And the team that I will agree. be able to compete with them, I think it's going to be the uh, the Nets. The Nets are going to be the best. Like, wait, wait, wait. People forget. Like, <gasps> the Nets are going to have KD back by the playoff time. It's going to be literally Karis LeVert. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Like, Whenever you start like, any kind of play, any kind of argument about them being a playoff team, and the first name that comes out of your mouth is Karis LeVert, then you've lost. Like Jeremy, like two things I want to say. First off, who's going to defend anybody on Golden State? You lost Iggy, you lost KD. Steph can't guard me. Clay's going to be coming off an injury. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell's a terrible defender. Jared, cut it but out. Jared, but, but Jared, you got to understand all these players. Had better defensive ratings than Anthony Davis, who you keep telling me is a great defender. Like, I, Le, Le, LeBron, I, I, I've often said, when you compare LeBron on defense, there's two different things. LeBron is a very capable defender. Like, LeBron is capable of being a top 10 defender in the league. Does LeBron play good defense? No, he doesn't. He's a terrible defender because he doesn't give the effort. Absolutely so, at the end of the day, the, the Warriors do have players who are committed to playing hard. You got Draymond, who's a defensive player of the year. You're going to have. Probably mix and match Willie Colley Stein, other guys in there who are going to be shot blockers and be able to deter people. And they're going to run people up and down the floor. They're going to be fine. Uh, overall, though, I think it's going to be uh, Nets and uh, and Clippers in the finals, man. It's going to be a, a, a matchup of the uh, previous um, worst dynasties in basketball. All right, so Jeremy, uh, keep keep it going, and let's 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 go. Who you, who's your biggest winner? Who was your biggest loser out of all the free agency uh, craziness that happened? Let's start with okay. you, and let's, let's go to Jared, and let's go to Jamie. My, my my biggest winner and biggest loser are two in the same because they made the same – it was based on the same move. The biggest winner was Oklahoma City Thunder. They got rid of Russell Westbrook. Jeremy, that's absurd. No, no, it's, it's not absurd. Or Russell Westbrook was never going to win you anything. And they got traded Paul George and got like 1,700 <laughs> picks. Absurd. Like – Russell, like literally. Nah, 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 nah. I really do feel like OKC slick came up though, like for they real. Did. <laughs> they did. I think they, they did. They'll get a lot of. They'll get a lot of pieces. They, I think they have. They're gonna win they twenty-five games next year. But but you know what? I think I want to say they have. Yeah, what is they it? have fifteen first-round picks in the next seven years. Yeah, yeah fifteen first-round. But, but you know they're gonna trade some of those away in some other kind of deals. But, yeah, they're gonna have to trade have some away to get to get rid of the Chris Paul deal. They probably will. But that's still leverage though. That's still yeah, leverage. You're not. You're not. You're not trading away equity. Somebody was under contract. <laughs> They'll be like, okay, I'll give you three first round picks for Kevin Durant, who's already on a, th- a yeah. three year contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at, at the end of the day, Paul George was not going to win anything there. Russell Westbrook was not going to win anything there. Paul George is built to be a number two. He and Ka- Kawhi are the closest thing I've seen to since Jordan Pippen. Not compared to Jordan Pippen, but the way their styles and their defense and everything is going to be Jordan Pippen. Um, so I think the OKC came up because Russell Westbrook's a very talented player. He's never going to win anything. So you you kind of have to cut bait and stop being average and lose the first round. You got to get rid of those guys and get get some new talent in while they're still young. Um, the biggest loser I'm going to say is the Rockets, and the reason I'm going to say it's the Rockets Rocket. is not because Russell Westbrook is there. 
It's because Russ Westbrook and James Harden are there. Like, people have to understand what pe- – like, I was thinking about it earlier. What are the Rockets? The Rockets, before they traded Chris Paul, were the 2011 Mavericks improved, except Dirk Nowitzki is 100 times better than James Harden. Let's go through it. Who's better? That Jason Kidd or Chris Paul? Chris Paul's way better. All right, Sean Merriman is P.J. Tucker. Sean Marion, yeah, whatever. Sean Merriman, I was about to say the football player. Yeah, I, whatever. I don't need to do this uh, Chargers thing. Sean Marion is P.J. Tucker. Um, Clint Capella was uh, Tyson Chandler. I mean, if you just go through the lineup, Eric Gordon is Jason Terry. They pretty much had the 2011 Mavericks, except James Harden not clutch. So how do you adjust? Oh, let's just bring in the worst shooter ever to go into a three-point centric team. Okay, that makes sense. Hey, um, Mike D'Antoni, how you gonna handle it? Well, we might make a little tweak, but we're not gonna change the wheel. We're gonna still run our same offense. All right, cool. Well, good luck when you get in the eighth seed if you make the playoffs. I think the Rockets lost big time. So, winners and losers. Um, there's a couple on this list. I think winners. I gotta say, Pelicans had a really good uh, good off season. Um, I think they have David Griffin's done an ex- exceptional job there. Um, he was able to make the decision. Of, look at you, Jared. Look at you, Jared. No, uh, look, look, man. I've been a fan of David Griffin since he was with the Cavs. I, I've told people I think LeBron's still with Cleveland. David Griffin's not fired. Um, people don't realize is when Kyrie uh, was got mad because they offered him a trade. It was David Griffin. David Griffin had a trade in place to trade Kyrie Irving for Eric Bledsoe and Paul George. And then right before he could execute. That would have been a terrible trade. No, that's an excellent trade. Um, and I think in reality, I think that trade would have made that team viable enough to where he could, he would have stayed. Um, but with that being said, the Pelicans, if you look at their offseason, they were able to get a ton of picks. They're able to move down in the draft with the with the Hawks in a, a, a four. I mean, they took the Lakers' number four pick. They were able to trade back in a draft that was really a three deep draft, and were able to get you know a viable amount of picks and then still get Jackson Hayes with pick number ten. I think they're a very good candidate for you know who another number one pick this year because I don't think they're going to be very good this season. But I think long term, <laughs> I think if you're if you're looking at the uh, you're looking at the rest of that, that game's going to be nice. Yeah, the, uh, the Pelicans, I think, will be a, a pretty good team. But here's here's the tough part. Like, where are you? Where are you getting wins? Like, who's who? Uh, Lake, Lakers week one. But Jeremy, here, here's the thing. That's clearly not happening. Um, and, and I think at the end of the day, that's what you have to look at and say, where are you getting? Win-? Even the the teams that you you may consider like, oh, that's that's a bad team. Like, okay. Play the uh, play the Mavericks and Porzingis and uh, yeah, play, play Porzingis and, and Luca. Tell me you getting out of there with a dub or go out, play Portland. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough road. But I, I like what he did. I, I agree with the OKC Thunder. I thought they did a really good job. Fifteen first round picks. They're gonna be changing. One of the things that people don't realize is this: they're changing the rules back where they're going to go back to high schools can come to the NBA draft. That's likely going to be happening within I the next, wait for that to happen. next two years. So with a lot of these teams accumulating talent, the, the main reason is this, is if you get a lot of first-round picks, a lot of late first-round picks for those years are going to be lottery picks because you're going to have two classes. You're going to have the class of the one-and-dones and the next class of high school kids coming out. So you'll get the top prospects that probably would have gone 7 or 12 in a normal draft, and they'll end up going 15, 17 in a different draft. So I like what they did. Lastly, I mean, are we are we even joking about – I mean, it's the Lakers. Like, let's put this in perspective. You go one year from missing the playoffs, and your second-best player on the team is Brandon Ingram, to now you got Anthony Davis, LeBron James still – Boogie Cousins, Danny Green, Avery Bradley. Yeah, you're able to re-sign Rondo. You're able to re-sign. I think one of the sneakiest. The, Damn, you got a 2009 All Star team. I think when you uh, when you look at it though, sneakily, I think one of the best pickups was Alex Caruso. I mean, people act like Alex Caruso didn't give. Nah, Alex Caruso was a baller. Dude, oh, he bro. he gave. Uh, I watched him give. Uh, what's old buddy? He gave. Uh, nah, he could play. Uh, the Clippers 35 points at the end of the season. So. Yeah. 
He's a D League All Star. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think at the end of the day, though, I think that's I think the Lakers are the, are the team that I have to say made the made the next best move after that. All right, Cash. <laughs> oh man, hilarious! Biggest winner, Brooklyn Nets. In two years, or whenever Kevin Durant comes back, they are going to be that's the true. best. Well, yeah, I think the best duo in the league for a couple reasons. There is two point guards in the NBA that you do not want to see. Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving. Hmm? Two best point guards in the league. Wait, 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 what? Is that is that is that up for debate? Uh, yes, that's not really a debate. debate. What what what's what's the what's debate? Who? Please, so, all right, so please let, let, let's put. I'm, I'll give you twelve seconds. He's about, he about to say LeBron. No, right? Well, we clearly know that was LeBron. Guard no, because he's about to be a point guard. First off, James Harden is better than Kyrie Irving. That's no, there's no conversation about that. Psych. What? What? No, it's not. <laughs> James Harden isn't better than Kyrie. You guys. Jared so, Martin. Uh, secondly, talking about. Secondly, Kyrie Irving's gonna miss you thirty games a doggone season. I'd rather have Dame Lillard who can give me eighty-two than to have Kyrie give Dame me. Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard hasn't Dame. won anything ever. What does Kyrie win outside of LeBron? What does LeBron won outside of Kyrie in Cleveland? Two titles. Yeah, but he had uh, Dwayne Wade even, and Chris Bosh. Even without yeah, Kyrie, here's the thing: what's not deniable is LeBron took two teams in Cleveland without Kyrie, without much talent, to the finals. Kyrie went to the Celtics and couldn't get them out the yeah, second yeah, round. Jared, Jared, please don't Jared, bring uh, up the 2007 Jared, finals. Jared. That was the weakest. Yeah, no, I'm not saying 2000. 2015, 2018. <laughs> what year was that? 15 what and 18. Jared, Jared, quick question. Quick, quick question. Did uh, LeBron have an All Star teammate last year? No. Kevin Love wasn't an All Star. No, LeBron didn't. has not played the last Kevin 10 Love years. Kevin Love was an All Star in Cleveland. His last year, he was an All Star in Cleveland. His last no, year, no, he wasn't. He was. I'll put any amount of money on it. He was an All Star. Let's look at the All Star roster. I'll, I'll look at it. I don't get it. I, I'm 99 percent sure. He, he didn't. He didn't play because he got injured. Hold on, guys. Y'all, y'all look that up. Let, let Jamie finish so his point. Let me get, so right. I was going to say, so he didn't play. Why, why did he play? Yeah, because he got injured. He's always injured. Thank you. So all right. So 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 to me, listen to me. Biggest winner, Brooklyn. When Kevin Durant comes back, that duo is going to be the best in the league. They're going to run through the league. It's going to be crazy. Big, They'll be back for March. Right. I mean, I hope. Biggest loser, and, and this pains me to say. Oh, I'm taking it so hard. Mm-mm-mm. Biggest Don't loser, the, the Charlotte. I knew you were good at <laughs> North Carolina Hornets, owned by my favorite player number two player all time history of sports and the greatest player to ever play basketball mr michael jeffrey jordan hey jamie, Come to jamie the front, before, as charlamagne would say jamie let me ask day. you one thing before you before you go into it um did i i left out one team and i, I want to get your opinion do you think charlotte did worse than the celtics because to me i just got i started thinking about the celtics and i was like celtics had awesome they, what are you talking about no 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 jeremy celtics got better you kidding wait no no, no. the Celtics <laughs> are not gonna make the playoffs are you First kidding off, this, is, this is what the celtics did the celtics turned a million draft picks <laughs> kyrie irving and two max spots into kimba I mean, walker gordon hayward Enos Kyrie Irving was a disease. And no one else. Hey, Jeremy, Jeremy, how about this? Disease well, in the locker room. You can say Kyrie Irving was a disease in the locker room, but let's look at Definitely. it this way. What happened the year before when Kyrie was there? But that's just. But that was just. But that that, here's what you're not getting, though. No, no, no. Be like no, that no, no, no. So, so essentially, we're going to blame Kyrie for that, but we're not going to blame Gordon Hayward being inserted into the lineup because Gordon Hayward, if you really want to look at it, the Celtics had a winning uh, had a, a winning plus minus against the Bucks. Except when Gordon Hayward was on the floor, like at the end of the day, Gordon Hayward was the issue. But Jeremy, we have to give have we have to give Gordon Hayward a full year back, right? A full year back wasn't this his first year back? Yeah, was. Well, yeah, yeah. I give you that. Let's judge him. Do you think Gordon Hayward before the injury? Do you think Gordon Hayward was worth the max? Spot? Yes, he clearly was. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Jeremy, he was a, he was he was a three straight time yeah. All Star at the wing position in the West. Yeah, like, he, he made one all star. Jeremy, he was averaging over yeah. what twenty two a game, twenty five oh, or something. Yeah, right? he he would, he would be great on Charlotte. I yeah, Jeremy, let me put this in perspective. Right now, I'll, I'll give you this option. I'm gonna throw this out here. I will bet you right now, fifty bucks. Celtics finish with a better record than the Pelicans right now. Oh yeah, I agree. I think. So. But I, I'm not throwing a bet on that because they play in the because uh, they play in the East. <laughs> so so let me let me let me say this. But they're not making the playoffs. I'm, I'm, last thing about the Bob uh the Hornets. I was about to call them the Bobcats. Call them the Bobcats. Um, That's what they are. Should 
should they have paid Kimba? You guys agree they should have paid Kimba, right? The man no. should have, should have taken care of him. No, right? they should have traded Kimba. Like this is this is what bad franchises do. Or you that, get to the point yeah. to where you don't get any assets back. One of the things, and I'll give mm-hmm. I'll give Golden mm-hmm. State credit for this. I saw Golden State falling off the face of the planet. They're not falling off the face of the planet. I thought they were going to miss the playoffs this year, and then they pulled a rabbit out of a hat and were able to pull a sign and trade to get D'Angelo Russell for KD. And it was a brilliant move by Bob Myers because what you don't do is let go of assets for nothing, right? When everybody told me about, uh, you know, why why did LeBron get Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith paid? It was because they were already over the cap, and if you lose them for nothing, then without a trade or anything, you can't sign anybody in that cap space. So only thing you're really arguing is should they go over the luxury tax or should they just leave those spots empty and sign somebody at the veteran minimum? So likewise – when KD left, they were already over the max because they were giving all this money away. So the only way for them to be able to go back over the salary cap and to be able to re-sign an all-star caliber player was to be able to trade in a sign-and-trade for uh, D'Angelo Russell. One of the slick things that KD did, though, that I like that KD did from a Brooklyn Nets standpoint, he told the Warriors, I will not let you trade me straight up for, for D'Angelo Russell. The only way I will let this happen is you have to throw in another first-round pick. So the Warriors threw in a first-round pick that was prompted by KD. But with that being said, I don't think they should have paid him. I think they should have traded him when he had value. I agree. All right, fellas, let's let's switch gears, guys. There was a lot of uh, a lot uh, of good content there, fellas. A lot a lot of good takes. Uh, but let's 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 keep moving into the NFL. Um, these Madden uh, ratings came out this week, and <clears throat> uh, fellas are definitely upset. Um, about their Madden ratings. I saw my what's what's homeboy from uh, Greensboro, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was upset about his ratings. Said he ain't gonna play the game this year. You know he just he he's over it. So, uh, who who do you guys think is is overrated? Who do you feel is underrated in this game? I see looking in my notes that um, the Eagles and Cowboys they land the highest team ratings in Madden 2020. Uh, so yeah, let's start with uh, start with Jeremy. What do you what do you what do so, you feel like? <clears throat> what do you feel like with this uh, these raids? What's going on? There's one thing on this game. Uh, there, there's a couple things. We can go NBA 2K and Madden. We can look at both of them. And people are both the ratings came out. I'm gonna spaz really quickly. So look, one thing I do want to throw out here, and this is I t- I talk about both my Clemson Tigers and North Carolina A&T Aggies. I graduated from AT. David and those tried to throw shades at me at the uh at, at the cookout for the fourth. I got my my uh my AT because they're like y'all this clips. Hey, no, no, no. We just gonna keep it a hundred, man. You hey, know, you, I, 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 you, I you got that orange on a lot more than you got that blue and I blue do. and yellow on. Excuse me, you know what I'm saying? On, on the <coughs> but with that being you, said, you, you you either with us or you against us, man. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Aggie thing. pride. Here's the thing. That's true. A lot, there's a lot more I've made a lot more money on clips and bets, but and, and they're a lot more on oh, TV and then discussed. But I ain't missed the celebration bowl. I, 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 I bet at them all. I go to the homecoming every year. Jiho, except when it's on my anniversary, better life decisions. With that being said, my Clemson Tiger. <laughs> so one of one of my, my favorite players, Clemson Tiger, DeAndre Hopkins, gets a 99 rating. I think this is well-deserved. DeAndre Hopkins last year had 115 catches and zero drops. Um, the, literally, statistically, had 115 catches and zero drops for the season. So 99 rating, I think, is apropos. Deshaun Watson with an 82 rating is the worst rating of any person on any video game that's ever been made. Let's put this in perspective. Deshaun Watson has started 22 games in his career. In his 22 games, he has 52 touchdowns. He has 45 passing touchdowns to 17 picks. That's a basic 3-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio. That's while having the worst offensive line in the league, having the bottom five rushing attack in the league, and last year missing your your number two and number three receivers for 70% of the year. And he gets an 82 rating behind Baker Mayfield? Are y'all kidding me? First off, Baker Mayfield last year, they went one and five versus teams with winning records. He In those games, he had nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Deshaun Watson was beating quality teams Without much help. And then anybody that wants to say, oh, well, look at his roster. Let's put this in perspective. Deshaun Watson, his, his, his rookie season, when he started, the Texans were the highest scoring team in the NFL. When he didn't start, they were the lowest scoring team in the NFL. So, look, 
I'm not telling you he should be rated above Patrick Mahomes, although personally I think he's better than Patrick Mahomes. I think that would be proved over time. I think Mahomes had the most weapons of anybody starting their career since Kurt Warner. But you can't tell me Patrick Mahomes is a 97 and Deshaun Watson is an 82. You know what, man? Y'all get the donkey of the day. I'm taking it from Charlemagne. That, that trad. How, how dare, how dare man, you? Man, if you don't. God, y'all y'all really like who y'all like, don't you? What's that? Damn it, Y'all both like who y'all like. It's got to be about LeBron. It's got to be about Deshaun. No, no. Damn it. If you looked at every LeBron Madden team, if you looked at every Madden team who had the worst, who who got the worst rating, God, the, the, at the top of the list was Deshaun Watson with an 82. <sighs> JD. Jared, I got one. JD, what's one going on, man? What you what, what you feel about these ratings, man? First off, uh, the people who, write, who do the Madden ratings have no clue what they're doing. Clearly. Okay. Um, I just want to throw it out there. Okay. First off, I am going to bring up my Saints. It is not just because I'm a home. Uh, no, 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 wait, wait. Jeez. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why. It's because that's what I play with. <laughs> so I need to. I need my teammates to be good. And at the end of the day, I understand you're making a video game. You can't make it as good as we really are or else it would be unfair. So you have to have a little margin. But, I mean, you put Drew Brees behind Phillip Rivers. Okay, whatever. Um, we're not even going to get into that. My biggest issue is with our offensive line. Everybody on our offensive line last year either made at least the Pro Bowl or All-Pro. Yet, for some reason, Madden hates Andres Pete so much that last year they had him rated 74, and this year they dropped him down to a 72. What's his, what's so his name? Andres Pete. Andres Pete. Here's a first-round pick, too. <laughs> so he's a first-round pick. He made All-Pro. What, what do you think his rating should be, Jeremy? 72. His rating should be a 91, 92. Like, put in perspective, the pro football focus has him rated as the third or fourth best offensive guard in football. Yeah, they have him rated a 72, which is probably like 65th or whatever. I'm not even going to get into that. But let's just get into the team. It just so happened to be on your favorite team, the Saints, huh? Yeah. Damon, yeah. Damon. Okay. It's not about it being my team because really, if it was All my right. team and I didn't play the game, I really don't care. Okay. I care because I'm going to play the game. All right. And at the end of the day, they have the Saints ranked behind the Eagles, who we stomped out twice last year. That is crazy. Like, our defense is ranked 82. For the, I think for the last 10 weeks, we had the number two ranked defensive football, number one in yards, most takeaways. Like, we were like, I mean, if you look at the defensive stats, we finished in the top 10 defense, and they got it rated as 82. And yet the Eagles defense, which was trash, is rated like 87, which is why they're the number one team. All I'm going to say is congratulations, EA Sports. You did it again. <laughs> you decided you were going to come up with the most outrageous rankings at the beginning of the season yeah, to get people right talking right about your game. And then when the regular season starts, you'll probably make an actual adjustment to put it where they're supposed to be. That was really, really smart. But I'll say this. I love it. Our training camp started today. I hope they're looking at the Madden rankings. I hope they posted them in the locker I'm room. I'm sure as, boys, as whiny as my, the Saints are, that definitely happened. Yo, well, does anybody know the countdown to, to, to at least preseason? You know, like, just yeah, give right, me this right, right, where right I can hit the, the pass cracking. You know what I mean? Regular like, what's the countdown? It's 48 days away from regular season. I mean, we're really 48. close. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Wait. training camp started today. We uh, – we, we're looking forward to week one of Monday Night Football. We play against this sorry team called the Texans. And uh, Jadavion Clowney, hold out for your money, man. Don't even come back. Uh, with that being said, I still want to go to the game, but DZ doesn't want to do a red-eye flight because it's his daughter's birthday the next day. Call being a yeah, good dad. Get out of here. Ridiculous. Boo. Ridiculous. All right, la last topic, man. Let's switch to some uh, tennis. Uh, as you, as the listeners probably know, we, we play tennis college professionally all that since we were four or five that's, that's what we did uh yeah played for me as well but um um <clears throat> Djokovic and and uh Federer uh came down to the fifth set 12 all Djokovic uh ended up prevailing uh but an unbelievable match Federer had a chance to serve for it I think eight seven in the fifth uh didn't pull it out he I mean to be real with the shit he choked right yep. so Federer choked um, but uh, let me get you guys' thoughts on just the match in general, and we're in, and is this something that's going to hold back on Federer's legacy? Jared, I'll let you go first on this one. Well, can't deny one thing. 
he definitely choked. Um, this is one of the toughest matches I've ever seen. Uh, I was at uh, Crayola World in Orlando uh, with my daughter, and I had on full headset. And while I had on full headset, I was literally walking around from station to station listening to this match. And Fed outplayed Djokovic for literally all five sets and could not pull off a tiebreaker. And you know why? He could not figure out how to make a first serve. And it pissed me off so bad because the fact of, I mean, he had set points in the third set. First set, he, I mean, he got, he got up, he was up a mini break in the breaker of, of the, uh, of the first set. Fifth set, I mean, people forget that because people call it a choke because he got broken and I, I call it a choke. But Djokovic uh, broke Fed to go up, was it 4-3? And Fed broke right back. And then Fed breaks him again and has an opportunity to serve it out, has two championship points, and makes no first serves in the next four points. I mean, look, is it going to be a stain on his legacy? I don't think so. I think the reason why I don't think it is is the same way as if Jordan made it to the finals with the Wizards and then choked in the, the finals. Would it be a blemish on his resume? No. I mean, he's not. He has no business being in the finals plan for the Wizards. Roger Federer returns thirty eight next month. I, what, what the hell is he doing in the French Open? I in the Wimbledon finals in the French Open semis. Like, I think that's a, that's a, test to, a testament to, to, to his greatness. But man, I we can't sit here and act like he didn't joke. Um, and I can't sit here and act like I wasn't terribly, terribly disappointed. Djokovic legitimately can make the argument that he is, you know, obviously one of the greatest, but he's getting close to that, hey, I can make this GOAT argument. Now, clearly, I think the GOAT argument needs to be made off of who has the most majors because I think it's a counting game at this point. Um, But, I mean, he has the head-to-head versus Fed. He has the head-to-head versus Nadal. He's won a ton of these tournaments. He's beaten Fed consistently. And somehow he's gotten in the way of – Fed has lost, I want to say, three or four matches to Djokovic where he's had match points in it. And Djokovic has, has finished shots off. So my hat's off to Djokovic. I picked Djokovic on the podcast two weeks ago to win the win the Wimbledon. I wished I was wrong. Unfortunately, I rarely am. <clears throat> okay. So is this a right, stain Jim. on Federer's legacy? Um, no, because this is pretty much what Federer's done his whole career. Um, not choked this bad. Cut it out, bro. No, no, it's so playing. disrespectful. <laughs> no, Fed, Fed is Fed is obviously one of the greatest of all time. I think he's gonna end up going down as third best. I think he's gonna end up with less majors than Nadal and Djokovic. But Federer is all time great. The fact that he's able to play and get to, I, I was I was telling somebody a couple weeks ago. I remember when the Jimmy Connors thing came out and everybody was so crazy that he made a run to the semifinals. Federer is basically almost the same age Jimmy Connors was at that point. Like, that's where Federer is. And there was, like, a 30-for-30 30 30 made on Jimmy Connors back in the semifinals of a major. So, Fed getting to the finals, amazing. But the reason why Fed is not the GOAT is because he can't beat his rivals. And if you can't beat your rivals, you can't beat the GOAT. And you can't even make the argument of, like, it'd be one thing if he owned Djokovic and Nadal, and then he got old and they just started beating him and then, no, like in the middle of Fed's prime, he couldn't beat Nadal and Djokovic. Sure, sure. So, uh, no, Fed had the winning, the winning edge versus Djokovic until like 2013. He 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 dominated that matchup for early in their careers. Maybe, maybe if you, but if you look at the, I, I looked at it. He he did win. I think he had a winning record, but a, he had a lot of matches before Djokovic. When Djokovic was like 20, 21. Once Djokovic became Djokovic, it it wasn't that Fed was winning a lot of those matches. <clears throat> so. At the end of the day, I think Fed is all-time great. It's really going to be based on opinion. But at the end of the day, I don't think you're going to even be able to make an argument for Federer in about two years because um, I think Nadal's going to pass him. I think Djokovic's going to pass him. And um, I think it'll be go down as the golden age of tennis. I don't think they will ever see another era, era like this ever again. Um, it's going to be a lot like, uh, you know, 90s basketball. Wait, wait, wait 90s? What? Like, like 90s? The golden t- era. Yeah, golden era of TVs, 90s TVs. Antenna and everything. TVs. Yeah, Yo, you know, because you know things get better. Don't get better over time; they get worse. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, tell tell that tell that to Flojo. Yeah, tell oh, Flojo. Roy's shoes off. All right. Well, uh, I think that's about it, fellas. I'm 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 about to get back out of here and 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 and, and hit this hit this bed. But yeah, uh, 
any closing remarks? Uh, I, I'd like to thank uh, my brother Cash, Jay Davis for stopping through. Thank you. So honored to be here again. I appreciate you guys. Great content. Definitely gonna. This is special. This is something good. We gotta blow it up. Thank you for having me. Appreciate. Yeah. My last comment is, I know Damon said we're homers on this Madden. I'll throw out one person who was probably shafted the worst. Xavier Howard is one of the best cornerbacks of football. Be rated at eighty-three. Disrespect. Um, one last remark I would like to say. Of course, I'm going back to my team. So, I'm going to give you guys thirty seconds, and I'm done. So, yesterday, SEC Media Day, Nick Saban and his starting linebacker Dylan Moses, who we've known about since he was like in the eighth grade and got offered by LSU. Um, they talk about how. Clemson was not the best team they played last year. It was Georgia, and they were just so beat up, and they were so disfocused that that's the reason why Clemson beat them, not because they were the better team. Um, Listen here, Doc. If y'all lose by 28 points. Why'd you hit it with the Randy Jackson? I I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, man, I just hit it with the Randy Jackson. Uh, Literally, during this game, it, it wasn't just the fact we beat them by 28. At the end of the game, we we ran the last 10 minutes of the clock out. The longest drive in the history of Clemson football happened at the end of that game. And it was because we ran the ball for 10 minutes, 94 yard, yards, and kneeled it out from the two-yard line. We could have scored again and got 51 points on y'all. Don't y'all dare. Did you dare have the disrespect and the audacity to come out and try to talk about some y'all were the better team. If y'all don't start kicking rocks, Get up out my face. I, the, I, I'm done. You feel better? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. All right, fellas. Well, uh, that, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. But as always, we appreciate the listeners for tuning in. Make sure you guys uh, tell your friends about us. Share us. Uh, like, comment, tag on our social media. Instagram, our handle is uh, uh, mebros underscore podcast. As always, we appreciate you guys. And we... We out. We we out. Peace.